Rabbi Baruch Ben Yehuda. Giving all praise, honor, and glory to he who lives forever. The one who spoke in all things came into existence by his will and by his design. And by his authority. Giving honor to Rabbi Yeshurun Ben Levi, to the Chief of Chiefs, Chief Naftali Ben Naftali, Rabbi Melchizedek, Hallelujah, my Lord, even Adon Yadiel Ben Levi, I greet you, elders and members and friends of this great congregation, Beit Shalom Hebrew Congregation. I greet you, Shabbat Shalom Alecha. Gabbai Eliyahu. Hallelujah. It's always good to be in the house of God. Please be seated. Ima Torea. Before I get started in here, you know there was a song you used to sing when I was a little boy. I haven't heard you sing it in many, many years. And I don't even know the full name of this song, but it's about a tree. I think I'll never see his poem, a poem as lovely as a tree. Can you sing that for me, please? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Mm. 
Hallelujah. We give thanks to the one who is the maker of the tree. Who designs each and every leaf according to his will. That no two are the same. We're talking about a God who sends snow down in the billions and the trillions. And there's not one snowflake like the other. I'm talking about the God who is king forever. You know, the Gabbai asked me to do this portion and I started looking at the portion and I realized how many diverse things was in here. How many things that were laid before us. And I realized that uh, time does uh, run out. So, you know, so I was trying to fit, find the string, find the line, find the course. And as often they do, you know, the different voices of the different ones who have taught me, they call to me when I need them because God is just great like that. You know? So this time I heard the chief of chiefs voice. And he said, son, it's in, God is in the details. And if there was ever a portion to describe that event that God is in the details, This is it. He is in the details of our life. I do want to stop and thank God for saving the life of one of our children. My boy Shuvadya was hit by a car. And the car ran. But he's all right. I believe he suffered a, a, a broken tibia or something. His leg was broke. My son, Nitzkiah, called me and he said, Abba, you know, he was frantic and I got stuck for a second because I was waiting to hear the rest of the sentence. So I called him. said, uh, Rabbi, I don't know how I'm going to get to class because my foot is broke. And <laughs> what he didn't know that I was truly thankful. Because uh, His spirit wasn't phased. 
God had delivered him from the angst and from the from the pain and from the anguish. And the only thing he was trying to figure out how he get to class on Shabbat because he said, you, you're giving the test uh, and I don't want to miss the test. God is great. God is great. We bless him. You know, this portion, Kitetse, starts out and you, you would think that this is all it's about. But there's just this hodgepodge of things going on in here. Right? But it says Kitetse, and that means uh, when, you when you go out. And I want you to remember the statement made by the chief of chiefs, the things that he's taught us, the thing that he continuously reminds us. And, I'm, and I hope to prove, and, and if I do it wrong, jump in. Don't, 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 don't feel no way. I hope to prove to you today that you have to recognize how much he is involved in the detail of your life. And I don't mean just in the life of the nation of Israel. I mean your life. I mean each and every one of your lives individually. That this is, this is part of the thing that makes him awesome and great. Right? Because I have six children, right? Most of the time I have more children around me than that. They, they, they like to flock around me even though, I, you know, I'm not the nicest guy. They'll tell you. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. I know I'm not. And I, I don't even try to pretend I am. But they still come to my house anyway, even uninvited. They show up. They get in my car. I turn around. There's 15, 11 of them. And they come to my house and harass me. But that's all right. But here's the thing. I sometimes I have to tell them, listen, let's hey. Y'all, too many of y'all talking at once. What did you say? Right? That's because I'm only human. You know? Even our great mothers who say they can listen to 15, 11 kids after a while, they got to figure it out. Yes. <laughs> but he who lives forever See, this is why I can't have no other God besides him. This is why I can't trade them for none of that stuff that's out there in the world. I don't want the fat guy. I don't want the chick with all the arms. I don't want the guy on the stick. I don't want none of them. Because the reality of life is this. That the one that I serve can hear me. I don't need a God that's busy when I call him. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. What I need is for you to be, I need to be able to call my God and know that no matter what he's doing, holding up the earth, keeping back the water, giving the birds the power to fly, snow over here, rain over there, lightning over there, thunder over there, but you can hear me right here, right now. And you can attend to my pride.
greatest one. A serve, we serve him exclusively. Because he is exclusive. He said when you go out to war, right? He starts off this thing and he and and the Gabbai gave a, a, a brief synopsis about this situation of our morality, Uh-oh. right? Mm-hmm. That our morality has to be high and above. Hallelujah. Some people might say, well, we're at war. We don't have time to this, that. See, here's the trick. I can get it. Nowadays, you don't got time for this because you got to be strategic. You got to do all of what you're doing and so forth and so on. But when you roll with the general of all generals, when you roll with the one who is undefeated, when you roll with the one who does more killing than you can imagine, that you got time to be clean. You got time to consider what you're doing. Because the one who's actually fighting the battle has already told you this is what I require for you to get the glory of the battle that I'm going to win. See, there's no secret who's winning. When we went into battle, we already knew who won. So, only thing your job was, excuse me, was to follow his rules so that in the end of it, he would be given the glory for the people to look and say, even in battle. Their godliness is not subjected to calm and peace and and tranquility even in battle. You don't rape and pillage people. You found one that you like, take her home. Make sure she's a virgin. That's just, you know, oh, I, I forgot to tell you something now. This portion of Torah, you're going to have to Refigure your mind. This portion of Torah is not easy for the American mind. I need for you to hear me what I'm telling you right now. Because right now there are things that as we go through this portion that are not going to feel comfortable to us. Why? Because we have an American mind. Don't try to pretend like you don't. I don't care what your name is. How many letters have got in there? I don't care how many. How many? Ben, 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 Ben. I, I don't care how many. You been living in America all your life. You got an American mind. You've been reading their textbooks. You've been reading their storybooks. You are, and those of you ain't got an American mind, you got a Jamaican mind, you got a Puerto Rican mind, you got, you, you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Your mind has to change when you look at the book of God. Because the thing about the book of God is that when your mind runs up against a concept in the book of God that makes your mind have trepidation.
nation know of a fact it's you that's wrong. So you got to start from the top. You got to start from the knowledge base of, of if I run into a situation in here that makes me uncomfortable. Who's wrong? He's perfect. He's perfect. I, I listened to the to the commentaries. I was at a I was at a seminar or I went to a class the other day. New York Board of Rabbis invited us to a class. And it was a bunch of rabbis being taught by some rabbis. Uh, okay. And it was, don't get me wrong, it was very interesting. Yeah. Then, you know, and they began to talk about concepts. And one of the concepts that was brought up was about this issue of Yom Hakipori. And why is it called the Day of Atonement, plural, as opposed to the Day of Atonement? You know, and most of us have our opinions about that. I'm going to share one opinion that I could not wrap my head around. And that's as far as I'm going to say it. Okay. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Because someone put forth a position paper that is the day of atonement because not only is God forgiving us of our sins, but we in some way must forgive him for his. Now, what I'm telling you is that I realize that that is a state of mind. That is a state of mind that comes from being in a place where you are constitutionally allowed to question everything. That is the American mind. Am I here to knock this place? No, I'm not. I thank God that I was born here. I've seen a lot of other places. And I thank God that I was born here, that I was able to be in places like this because there are countries around the world where you can't gather like this in the name of God. So I'm not here about knocking. I realize that we are in the situations that we are in. But I, I just was bringing this point forth to say to you to understand how the mind can develop and how your mind can take you into places in the book of God where you have conflict and you choose to resolve the conflict by trying to reconcile it according to your understanding. Yes. There's a portion in this book that says, lean not upon thine own understanding. Yes. 
because most of the time, I, I'll let y'all fill. I'll let y'all fill in the blank. Y'all fill in the blank. Y'all fill in the blank. So it tells you go out to where you want the woman. You take her, you take her back to your house. You clear her nails. You change your clothes. You do this, and then you wait. Here's the thing. You wait. You ain't no savage. You ain't no savage. You, what you think you're doing during that time? Your people is dead. You might as well love me. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what that's you're not saying to her for a month. You're probably saying stuff like, it wasn't personal what happened with your mother and father, and I'm so sorry you lost your family. But I saw something in you, and I thought maybe you might want to live a life that's not putting you in subjectiveness. Maybe they can feel the compassion that you might have for them. Maybe they won't think about, and you're watching too. That's right. That's right. Because, you know, some people got that look in their eyes. Soon as I get a chance. <laughs> Right? And then there's that other look. Like, they might be appreciative of the fact that you're dealing kindly with them. Because in ancient days, people who went to war understood war. Right? right? They understood how this worked. So, it's not like today where we are innocuous to what actual war is. People who've been born in this country don't know what war is. The soldiers know what war is. But the people who are in this country do not understand war. You understand it at all. So stop talking and and, and responding like you do. (laughs) See? So it goes on to a whole bunch of things. Let's skip. I'm just going to skip through now. If a man has a stammering and rebellious son, you mean to tell me children just don't get to do what they want, when they want, how they want to do? Right? What do you do with this child? I want you to pay attention to one thing. Y'all all know the law, so I'm not even trying to Here's the thing that I want to bring out to you. His father and his mother had to take him. Right? The father and the mother had to take him. The father couldn't go up there by himself talking about, I'm head of the household. This dude's bad. No, no, no. Because you you may be out your mind. Because, you know, fathers, you know, tend to be a little bit more uh, 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 with their sons. You know, mother might be able to see the goodness still in the child and, mm-hmm. and he respond to her in a way but you mad that he might not respond to you or vice versa. I also don't want you to think that daughters didn't fall into this category. Say what now? No. But you had to be in concert about this. Mm-hmm. Right? You were the two witnesses right. that were going to put someone to death. And that was your own child. See, you got to see how this whole thing works. The law of God is encompassing. It touches everything else that comes near it. 
the Lord proceeding that talked about a man and his two wives. I just want to tell you about this. I'm not arguing with you all about polygyny. I'm not. I tell you, I'm not. What I want to argue with you about is the things and the concept that's in your mind that I want to change in your mind. Because you read in the book of God where it says there's one love and one hated. And your mind thinks like English folk. I need for you to understand in Hebrew, uh, it don't work like that. that. Only thing that's saying is that you like one more than the other. Didn't mean that you walked in the house and talked about, I hate her. No, you wasn't hating her like that. It was that, you know, that other one you may have grown up with. That may have been your childhood sweetheart. That may have been the one that you, like our father Jacob, you worked for for a whole bunch of years. <laughs> you understand what I mean? You, 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 hey, that, that's, that's my boo thing right there, and I love her. That don't mean I don't love the other one. So I need for y'all to, 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 to change the concept as you read the book of God so that you can understand it in the, in, in the terminology that it's intended. Right? Right? This is just about you got a you got more of an attract more of a like for one than the other. It doesn't mean that you y'all all walking around hating each other and this and that. This was common in our community. This was not and the only thing this is about is inheritance. That's because you 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 boo thing, you love her. You 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 you, you, you love her. And for one cause or another, you wound up with another wife, and now the second wife gave birth first. Can't be talking about, yeah, you my firstborn, but you know, who baby when her baby come? No, 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 no. See, because that's what our fathers did. See, we don't like to talk about it because we think that it's some kind of blasphemous, and we gonna get, uh, 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 you know, zapped from heaven or something. The stuff is in the book so that you can learn. Our father, when, we, when he left his father-in-law's house, LeBaron, and he was keeping away from his brother, Esau, remember? Right? And he set up his children in harm's way according to how he loved their mama. Yes? Am, am I telling the truth? And so what happened was, as a result of that, it began a dysfunction in our family. So God is telling you now, I'm involved in that detail too. You're not going to set up and be and make dysfunctional families because you have this feeling or not. You're not going to make your children have enmity with one another. Everybody knows the firstborn gets the double portion. I don't care where he come from. Amen. That's the law. That's the way it works. This is how you got to train your mind to see that the way the Most High God decides that it's, uh, uh, the way he sees it, that's the way it should be. Right? Right? You know, it, we get to this thing, it says, don't see your brothers, don't see your brother down. Right? Don't see your brother down. His ox is ass, don't see his stuff out the way. There's a bunch of laws in there about how you deal with your brother. 
right? You see your brother's, uh, he's, his, his ox is stuck in the ditch. You can't say, Yehoya Queen, get on my nerves. <laughs> right? He been getting on my nerves for years. Ever since he had that little hat on top of his head, and I couldn't understand why he wear that little hat. So I don't like him. <laughs> so now I see him and his ox is stuck in the ditch. Uh-oh. And I go, hmm. Let him and that little hat get it out. <laughs> and I keep I keep walking. That's wickedness. Right. Uh-oh. Absolutely. That's wickedness. Well, thank God we ain't got no oxes today. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> right? But the love nuts on the tire is about the same thing. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't start that, Rabbi. I got on my Stacy's. Stacy's no tire. I might not, but I'm going to call AAA. <laughs> I'm going to stand right there, too. Come on, brother. Let me go, let's go around here and get a little tea. Because you know what's going to happen while, you, while you're helping your brother that you don't like? Bring it up. You're going to mend some fences. God all up in the detail of your life. Yes? God now tells you, he, I mean, down to, look, if you see a bird's nest and the mama and the babies are there, he said, don't take both. Like, who would know that? Who would even think about that? Don't take both. Take the young. Leave the mama so that she, because you don't leave the young. Why you don't leave the young? They don't know how to fend for themselves. So you take the young, you feed them till they're ready to whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to do with them, but you don't take them both. You don't get yourself involved in making a, a creature or a family extinct. This is God we're talking about. This is the God of the whole earth. Part of our problem is that we have listened to our own press and we think that he belongs to us. He is the possessor of the heaven and earth and all that on them is. We don't like this person. The Gabbai was telling us, teaching us about this this morning. I don't like that person. I don't like... Listen, your job, let me tell you. I told this to somebody before and whether they believe me, I told a friend of mine, he was like, I, I really can't get into the Bible because it's just too much. I said, listen, I can explain to you the Bible, the whole Bible in about seven minutes. <laughs> he said, ain't no way. I said, yeah, I really can. The whole Bible, whole thing. seven minutes. He was like, go. <laughs> so I told him, in the beginning it was God. He made everything. And then he didn't like what was going on in the planet. He found this one man that he loved because he was right. And because he was so right, he, made, he gave him a promise. I'll let your children represent me in the earth. Amen. Right? And so they went on. They didn't represent him correctly. Right? 
He gave him everything he said. They didn't represent him correctly. He said, listen, you got to go. But I'm going to bring you back because you got to still do the job. You still got to represent me in the earth because I put my name on it. And so here we are out here still trying to figure out how to get back to the God so that we can represent him and teach the whole world about who he is so that every knee would bend and every tongue would swear that there is none like him. Bible done. Bible done. There's some stuff in between. But that's the salient stuff. You are supposed to represent God everywhere you go. You are supposed to be the premier citizen. I don't care what culture, what country, what state, what territory you're in. You are supposed to be the premier citizen. They're supposed to look at you, the cops supposed to look at you and go, oh, not them. They're not supposed to look at you and see a suspect. They're supposed to look at you and see salvation. Because this, this is what he intended for. It said, he said, uh, he said, listen, if you got an ox in his tray, you corn, don't put a muzzle on his mouth. That's cruel. You work in the animal. Yeah. Right on, boy. Yeah. You got the thing. And he's and you gonna begrudge him a few bites of corn? You know, the prophet said that he called for God when he was in the mountain. Whirlwind came and God wasn't in it, right? You you remember that? And the, and the earthquake came and God wasn't in it, and the and the, the, the storm came and God wasn't in it, and then all of a sudden came the what? Still small voice, right? What am I saying? How am I correlating that? Listen, yeah, we know God is in the eruption of a mountain. But the greatness of God is that he thinks about the ox that's treading the corn. You hear me? All up involved in the minutia, in the minutia of life. He's all up in it. Directing, counseling, teaching, showing, making himself magnificent. said uh, his part of this thing we got to you know re- revamp your vocabulary a man take a wife he come talking about she wasn't a virgin there's a few things here you got to change your mind now listen we all be, we all here, right? That was our disclaimer from the beginning. We all Ameri- we all been here in America. We this is the way we've been thinking. This what the rabbi is about to say is no way about punishment or 
chastisement to anybody is for us to reconsider how we think and reconsider what's important in our life because what we deal with God, how we're supposed to deal with God has nothing to do with how we think we're supposed to deal with God. Right? Said, man, take a wife. All of a sudden he mad at her. So now he want to get rid of her. Because that wasn't that easy back then, you know. Right. <laughs> divorce wasn't like this. There was no quickie divorce. There was no this. Let me just establish some things right now so we don't have to talk about this. Because a lot of times people think what they think. And most time they think and it's wrong. So let me just tell you. You did not get married. Rabbi, that's not what it says there. Yeah, okay. I'll I get you. But you got to read the whole book, you know, so that you can get understanding when they throw in a little poof over here, right? Sometimes we take them little poofs that, that, that Moshe is repeating in this Mishneh Torah, and, and, we, and, we go, and we go, see, that's it, but you forgot the other part. There's some other parts that go with that, right? There's some other parts, there's some other pieces to that puzzle over there. So now, in this part, is telling you, if you take a wife, you go and you say, oh, she's not a virgin. First of all, you got to know that that was a serious charge. See, in the American mind, that's not so serious. In the American mind, we, in fact, encourage non-virginity upon marriage. Uh-huh. Don't believe me? My mama told me. Mama told me. Mama told me. Mama told me. Mama which one fits? I want you to think about it. You watch these shows on TV? I was watching the show. They got a bunch of high school students in it. They're supposed to be, you know, uh, Detectives and stuff, they be solving crimes and all kinds of stuff. Bunch of teenagers in high school. And they be up in their parents' house, and all of a sudden, the love music come on. Oh, no. Parents tell them, look, why don't you go and take a, 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 a nice weekend up at the, the, the very romantic cabin? Get your other friends too. Get about six of you going up there. They juniors in high school. And guess what? Our kids is watching it too. So their concept about this whole sexual experience is warped. And then we're mad. But we ain't so mad because our concept is warped too. We into the do what I say, not what I do. 
especially when it comes down to that. I know y'all uncomfortable. I can see it. I see the twitching in the chairs. I see these facial expressions change. Y'all don't. Y'all. Y'all don't know. Up here is a is a is a is a is a wonder. But here's my job. My job is to tell you and I what thus saith the Lord. That's my job. Now, sometimes I don't like it. I'm doesn't let just be frank. Sometimes I'm telling you stuff and I'm sitting there going, man. <laughs> now I got to figure out how to live that. Right? Because I know. So now what I'm telling you is that our mind has to change. Because it says, he go, he bring up the wanted charges, charges the fact that they're not, you know, merited. Why? Because... The father and the mama brought up the tokens of virginity. Now, this may be the question. What are the tokens of virginity? Here we go again. Your mind has to change. You know why your mind got to change? Because most women, if I say, are oh, you need a, they don't say, that's my business. What do you mean that's your business? Why, is, why do you believe that that's just your business? Because this is what we were taught. This is, this, is, this, is, this is none of your business. This is private. This is private. It is, your need is not private. I know that disrupted somebody's brain. Somebody at home tell their daughter, don't pay no attention to Rabbi. Don't, pay, don't, pay, don't say nothing about it. That's between you and the Lord. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because we are a people that are designed by God to always be thinking about cleanliness before Him. It's so let me tell you some other things. It is not a crime. It is not bad. It is not, does not make you uh, 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 less, does not, none of that. So whatever stigmas you want to put on it, let me tell you what Nidah means. Nidah means that God has blessed your womb and that you're going through the normal cycle of life. And blessed be the name of God. Don't sit up there and make Nidah something like, you know, I, some brother, I know why, because some of you got these, had these brothers in your life. It was Tuesday. They was running out about, don't touch me. It's Tuesday. I ain't going to the temple today. Well, you can't cook. I don't want your, your food this time. Baby, I like lettuce on my sandwich. <laughs> and that was some mayonnaise. And when, and, and when you give it to me, come give me some sugar too on top of it. What are you talking about? You're not dirty. My family has we are our own thing. We do what we do. But I'm just saying. We have to change our mind about that. So in the same vein, here was the, the marriage bed for those who don't know what the tokens are. The marriage bed happened, and if she went to the bed of virgin, there should be proof in the, in the appearance of some dumb, some blood, somewhere. 
And what happened was, after they, after they had the marriage bed, they folded up that sheet, and she came proudly. The opera and she came Huh? Yeah. That's what's up. She walked back. She walked back. She said, girl, <laughs> slap five. She was all good. This was not secret. So that when he said the wrong thing, Papa, Papa said, oh, what's that? What's that about my daughter? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Elvis. Flat. Okay, here we go. Now, you did what to my daughter? Now the elder's going to beat him and make him pay and he can't put her away. Let's take the other side. She wasn't a virgin. She wasn't a virgin. They said they're going to take her to her father's house to his door and stone her with stones that she died. Let me change the nomenclature in your life. I hope y'all listening to me. Let me change the nomenclature in your life. The book of God says she played the harlot. In, in most of our minds, playing the harlot means that you are promiscuous. In most of our minds, playing the harlot means that you have been a naughty girl and you've run around and you've <laughs> allowed this one and this one and this one. Yes, you've had promiscuity in your life. Most of us do not equate the word harlot with that one person and you love them and y'all made that error it wasn't really intentional. You're not a bad girl. You did here's where you get, here's where you, here's where you get bad when you didn't go and tell and say, Abba, Ima. Um we didn't wait. Now nobody dying. Right, right. We finna have a wedding. <laughs> That's what's fitting to happen. We, I, I, and I, I wanted to say it to you just like that. We fitting to have us a wedding. Right? That's what's happening. You know, you know, mama ain't telling. Papa ain't telling all of a sudden he was the, he was the secret. Uh, 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 you know, he was caught in the for a while. I just didn't want to. I wanted him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't show up fat up. You hear me? <laughs> Don't show up with the belly. You tell it when it happened. Now you're not the. You, you, you get it? Because the, the playing the harlot part was that you did it, concealed it, and then. Perpetrated yourself off as okay. So you got to change what you believe in your mind is what harlotry is. I know I'm not a popular guy right now, but that's okay. That's okay. 
Yeah, I, I just, I'm just saying. Then there's this issue of rape. And I don't want us to get bogged down in fields and in cities. Right, right. Because, you know, right. I, I've been listening to this argument for years. It was in the field, and if it was in the city, and in the field, and in the field, and in the city, and in the field. No! That's what, what are they saying? Here's the bottom line. There's three categories here. Either both parties consented. Right. Yes? And you are both adulterers. Right? If, you're, if the woman is married, you're both adulterers. And you're both being put to death. There you go. End of that story. But we weren't married. She was just his fiance. In the eye of God, all the same thing. That's why I tell you that it is not the bed that makes the marriage, but the contract. People get that all confused. Oh, I lied to her. That's my Eshar. You are a lying dog. You's a lying dog. She is not your Eshar because you lied with her. Y'all just running around doing stuff y'all ain't got no business doing. So now, here it go. So the betrothed wife, the married wife, lie with the man. They both adulterers put to death. Here's the next situation. She is betrothed. He take her against her will. That's rape. It don't matter whether it happened in the city. It don't matter whether it happened in the field, on the steps, on the bus. I don't care where it happened. If you take her against her will, there's the problem. When the book talked about she cried out, that means she protested. Thank you. When the book said that she didn't cry out, that means she consented. Thank you. The book of God said if you find one and she's not married at all, and y'all go into this consensual act, you pay the 50 shekels of silver for taking the virgin. Uh-huh. Hopefully. Uh-huh. And that's your wife, period. And you ain't getting rid of her either. See, because getting rid of a wife or divorcing a wife was not this. D divorce you. See, the book of God said he write the bill of divorcement and he put it in her hand and she divorced. Lie. Lie. But Rabbi say that, but you didn't, you didn't read the other stuff that was surrounding it? There's some judges involved. You, you just didn't just write her nothing. You went because there was a contract that was in place. Right. And you had to get out of the contract. Right. In order to get out of the contract, you had to go, both parties, you and that and no parents or her, had to go before the court and you had to get out of the contract and, they, and the judge is going to ask questions. Why? Why is the judge going to ask questions? Tell me. Why? 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 
Why is the judge going to ask questions? Why? Keep going. Why? There you go. We don't have a frivolous society. I pick things up, I put things down. <laughs> so you had to get to the judge, and the judge had to sign and say, yeah, they need to be divorced. Yeah. Sign this paper. Yeah. Give it to her in her hand. Yeah, it work. And now you are permitted to any man you want. Everybody knew it was clean. But y'all had an argument that got out of, out of proportion. Y'all wound up down to judge. Y'all got a divorce. And six months later, you see at the market and you looking at Because <laughs> she's still fine. Why? <laughs> she looking at you and she's saying, And then, you know, can I, you want some of this? Just some cheese. I'm a little bit hungry. You know what's happening. God said, you can take a bath. Because sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us. Yes? God said if she goes out from you she goes and becomes someone else's wife and now she's divorced from that person she is no longer a viable candidate to be your wife husband number one here's the word that it used in the Tanakh she is defiled. Now, does that mean she's dirty? No. That's what means I got. That's what I'm talking about. You have to learn new nomenclature. Defiled means off limits. Now, she's not defiled to all men. She's defiled to you. See how that works? This is about changing your idea of what, what right and wrong is as far as God is concerned. God said, listen, the bastard cannot come in. Now, you, you, you can argue about it. He's a, such a nice person. That's where your intelligence is in contradiction with the word of God and you're wrong. Uh -huh. Amen. See? Just, just, I, 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 I really am picking out these things at random. You know, because uh, God says that, uh, <laughs> God said if you're going out to war, I'm doing, using this one because women always think that only they get unclean. And a man is in the camp. That is a war camp. Say what? It's a war camp. Right. Right. Ain't no women in this camp. 
we out for war. But you lay down, you have one of them special dreams. You get up and you realize it, you will not be missed. <laughs> Don't talk about, well, I'm the only man that can take this hill. You're not taking the hill no way. Yeah. See, that's the whole point. That's what I was telling you before. That's why you get to get up and say, oh, brothers, I, I, I'll see y'all this evening. <laughs> oh, we, never mind. <laughs> yeah. See you tonight. See you tonight. <laughs> he had to leave the camp. Why did he have to leave the war camp? Because the war camp was holy. Right. When they went to war, they took the Ark of the Covenant with them. The Ark of the Covenant was in the midst of the war camp. You had to go. God even said, among your, among your weapons, you soldiers, right? You got to have a, a pattern. Better, better known today as a shovel. Right? And you need this shovel so that when you go and relieve yourself, I'm, I'm using proper, proper terms. Um, you go and relieve yourself, and how using the book, it says, and thou sittest abroad. Right? All right? How you like that for, 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 for clean right there? Said that you take the, the shovel and cover up that which coming forth from thee. Why? Are you unclean? No. But why? It said because God is in the midst of you. And he should come in contact with nothing unseen. What does that tell you? Everything isn't about just if it make you clean or unclean. Some things are about your own mind tell you, like, I don't know, times have changed. Right? Yes, it is. Because I remember when the first time I saw Eddie Murphy stand up and do comedy called Raw. <laughs> I remember watching Richard Pryor. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I would watch that with my brother, with my sister. We would say, ah, I laughed that. Giggle, 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 giggle. But nowadays I watch kids. When I say kids, let me be more, be more. They're, they're in their 20s. You know, they're, they're supposedly adults. And they sit down and they want to watch these kind of movies with their mama and their grandpa. No, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. See, I'm going on 49 years old. Me and Ima Ruth ain't sitting down and watching nothing like that. Hear me? That's not what we're doing. Emma Ruth is not my peer.
ain't got no business listening to flying, flip, flying, flying, filth. We're in my roof. It's unseemly. Me and Mo, we have a relationship y'all wouldn't believe. I ain't watching that with Mo. That ain't what me and Mo do. That's not what's happening. We have to learn to put separation involved in the things we do, in how we relate to God, in how we relate to one another. It's just different. This is what I'm telling you. I pray that the Most High God will allow us to see it better. I'm going to give you one more and then I'm going to sit down. And I pray that you recognize what I mean by him being in the details of our life. The Gabbai mentioned this as he was coming down from the beginning. He said, he talked about the chastisement of, you know, you meet in court, they're found guilty, they got to chastise him. They take off his shirt, they give him, they lash him, yes? The book of God says, and he made an excellent point. Don't exceed 40 because you don't want to devalue, you don't want them to have, a, you're punishing a crime. You, yeah. you, 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 you. Right. Here's the word that I want you to see. It says, that thy brother. Say what? Yeah. Say what now? It didn't say the criminal. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I need for you to change your mind how you see the book of God. Mm-hmm. The book of God is all about redemption. Amen. The book of God is all about love and family. Yes, it is. It's all about. It's built, listen, the whole Torah is built on and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the Torah right there. Just like I told you to knock in seven minutes, that's the Torah in seven minutes. And I, in, in one minute, and I guarantee you, you can't find me a law that won't fit under that category. Build a parapet around your house. Why? The roofer. You don't want him to fall. God is in the detail of your life. So the next time something's happening, we call this thing our conscious. We call it what what, you psychology guys, subconscious, all this stuff, all this stuff. Sometimes God just talking to you. You're in a situation (laughs) and you know it ain't right. Your friends invited you someplace. You went to the party. And you like parties. You don't mind taking a drink. But when you walked into the party. And out in the open on the tables was all manners of. You got people up in cages. Your mind should already tell you that's not my party. Yes, 
My man, love you, catch you. God bless. Yo, I'm out. And you know what happens when you leave. The police come three minutes later. Because God is in the detail. If you would only listen to the word that he would speak to you. I pray that the most high God will give us insight to see. To be able to see the things that he wants us to see. To be able to hear the things that he wants us to hear. And be intelligent enough. Have enough understanding to follow and accept those things that he does in order to change our life. We bless the name of the Most High God. Shabbat Shalom Aleichem. May God be, may God be pleased. Gabbai. Hallelujah.